0: Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live and we tell them every month at the Canal Cafe Theatre. This story was originally told by Celia Cummings in June 2009. Hello everyone. I I was here a year ago and this is a story I told. At the time of the story, I'm 25 years old. I've just got my first real job, a clinical training post in family psychiatry. And my first significant relationship has just disintegrated, with a boyfriend declaring that we weren't actually emotionally involved. My story begins in Tavistock Place. It's 9pm. I've just left a psychoanalytic group, feeling generally exasperated with the group, angry with men, in particular, and the world in general. The street is quite deserted, and my attention is drawn to a great big yellow skip. It's loaded to overflowing. On closer inspection, I find beautiful old bricks, muted yellows, dark red bricks lying in dust and debris, I run my fingers over their surfaces and I find them strangely comforting. I'm preoccupied, not wanting to go back to an empty flat, not really wanting to go anywhere or to be with anyone. I feel suddenly self-conscious standing, hand in skip, and I turn around to see if I'm being watched. I linger for a moment more And suddenly, a red brick finds a new home in my handbag, (laughs) proudly poking its head over the top of my bag, and I'm walking at a good pace to Euston Station. Some minutes later, I'm on the northern line. The young man sitting opposite me smiles, and I return the compliment before I realise that he's not looking at me He's simply flirting with my brick. <laughs> An older woman on his right looks a little concerned. I, I smile reassuringly and I drape my scarf over the brick. <laughs> Camden Town, Kentish Town. We pull into Tufnell Park. My mus- my muscles tense and so my whole body seems programmed to leave the train. But my mind resists and I let the tube doors close. I don't want to do anything rash. I secretly run my fingers over the brick, which is still concealed by my scarf. I feel like a messenger without a message. I don't have words. I know I need to send a subtle message, you see, and a brick isn't really subtle. (laughs) Curiously, I'd always thought of words as a sort of secondary method of communicating. And I'd assumed that people could read me in the same way as I thought I could read them. So I'm sitting in the tube and I'm starting to feel foolish and overwhelmed, so I close my eyes till we get to Highgate. Now I'm in my empty flat. I put the brick on my desk... I take a sheet of good quality writing paper and I sit with pen poised. I know that a simple message like, I really did love you, would be screwed up and binned. You see, he'd always been obsessed by language, metaphors and paradoxes, that sort of thing. And he'd produced a book on the subject. Well, I'm no good with words, I think, but I do need to find a few ironic ones. So I sit with pen and I wait and it comes to me just to prove that I'm not emotionally involved. I take the paper, (laughs) I fold the paper and three very carefully, I I place the message on the brick and I tie the message to the brick with an old pink ribbon and I finish it with a simple bow. I confess the irony does make me smile and it makes the message somehow scream louder and the brick, well it sort of adds weight (laughs) now I'm outside his house in Tufnell Park with brick in hand but in full glare of the street lamp which I'd forgotten about I take refuge in the doorway there's no lights on in the house and I need to get my message to the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> I, step, I step out into the light, and I take a, aim. Now my aim's never been great, but I hurl the brick at the window. Bang! It hits the sill. Thud! The brick crashes at my feet, and it's followed by a sprinkling of windowsill and chips of paint. I pick up my brick, I dust it off, I realign the message <laughs> under, the, <coughs> under the ribbon, I step into the light again, I throw it like it's a net netball, and crash. It goes through the window, and I do hope it hasn't managed to damage his stereo or his vintage records but I realise I've made a lot of noise and I step back into the shadows See, only now do the risks come into focus The neighbour to my right happens to be the principal psychologist at the hospital where I've just got my trainee post (laughs) You see... She had used her key to let me in the house when I got locked out the week before, and there's a real chance that she'd recognise me. And, of course, someone might call the police. And I'm afraid of being observed, running from the scene of a crime. (laughs) So I step onto the pavement. I fumble in my handbag, under the lights. I find my cigarettes. I light the cigarette. I have a few slow puffs and I walk as slowly as I can to Tufnell Park tube station. The next morning, I arrive for work at the psychiatric hospital. It's only about a mile from here, actually. I was a little late. I opened the front door and saw the next door neighbor, deep in conversation with the hospital receptionist. They both look up and they smile. The principal psychologist takes a step towards me and asks in a loud but not unfriendly voice, she says, Celia, do tell us, was it you who... And I say, it wasn't me. (laughs) They both laugh the question hadn't actually uh, been asked. But now they both knew, and by lunch everyone would know. (laughs) There was nothing I could say. The word was out, and I was late, so I rushed down the stairs to the family unit to run the morning group for dysfunctional families and their delinquent adolescents. (laughs) And And I tell you with some humility that that day... I experienced the true meaning of empathy. (laughs) As to my reputation in the hospital, well, staff and friends were bemused, and even accepting. My ex-boyfriend was okay about the brick as well. The relationship, you might have guessed, was certainly finished, but it was without rancour, and somehow, somehow I no longer felt Felt invisible. Somewhere between my being an emotional mute and chucking that brick, I discovered the power of words. And I'll be forever grateful to that yellow skip and that red brick. Have you got a story to tell? In June, we're running a week of new stories at the Blue Elephant Theatre in Camberwell. To take part and for more stories head to sparklondon.com